Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode on Hooked on Homeschool. I am so excited to have on my friend, Athena. She is a homeschool mom. She has three kids, and even though she's only been homeschooling for three years, she is going to share with us some amazing things that's going on in her life and what she is going to be doing in a co-op called Classical Conversations. My son did this for a few years, so you're going to really learn some great insights on some different things to do when you're homeschooling. So in Enjoy this episode. Hi, friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hey, Athena, how are you today? Hey, Don, I'm doing great. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I think that we are really going to get a lot of different ways that you can homeschool when you're home with your kids because a lot of people just don't want to spend right 24-7 with their kids. But when you homeschool, you are leading their learning. And so doing a co-op is such a great idea. And you're going to be leading a co-op next year. How great is that? It is absolutely a blessing. Yeah, Classical Conversations has been around for quite a long time, and I'm so excited to get into that. But before we do, tell us a little bit about what you are doing, the ages of your kids, and why you ultimately wanted to homeschool. So I ultimately wanted to homeschool because we are a military family, and I felt that having the freedom and flexibility was important. But more so, I wanted to have God in the center of our homeschooling. So that's the most thing that's important to me, but also having an individualized attention and personalized curriculum for their needs and that it fit our family as well. So being able to do this for my three girls is absolutely amazing. That is so good to hear. Putting God at the center because in school, they don't put God at the center, right? And so you get to do that in, in your homeschooling journey and you can have devotion with them in the morning. You can go through prayer. You can do all these great things. So what would you say was your biggest struggle when you, when you pulled them out of school? Cause what grades, what are their ages and what grades are they in now? And kind of what were they when you pulled them out? Okay, so Emmalyn is my oldest. She's 11. She's going to be going into sixth grade. I took her out of public school when she was in second grade. Our middle child, Carly, she is 10. She's going into fifth grade, and I took her out when she was in first. And then our youngest is six years old. She's going into first grade, and she is 
purely homeschooled, no yes. public school. So you went ahead and pulled them out because were you traveling at that time? Was it just hard to keep putting them into the school? So what did that look like? So at the time, we were not traveling as much. I just felt something wasn't right. And I've always been that mom that wanted to homeschool my children. I just ah, felt yeah. maybe I was going to take away the traditional public school things because I'm a public school student. And I just felt I was going to be taking them away from those things. And I didn't want to. So I honestly worked for the school system for a little bit. And I saw what I needed to see. And all my feelings were accurate. So I literally pulled them out and we started right away with homeschooling. So what would you say that your biggest struggle was when you first pulled them out? So if, if a new homeschool mom is listening right now and she wants to homeschool and she has all these like, I I don't know if I could do it. What would you, what was, what would some advice you give to that mom of your biggest struggle and how you overcame it? So my biggest struggle, honestly, was keeping a routine. And then finding the right curriculum that would fit our family at the same time. There's so much information that is out there for a homeschool family. And when you take in so much, you kind of feel like you have to take it all in. But at the same time, what I did that worked for me is I I, I researched and I said, okay, this is what works for me. And I kind of lessened each one and put them in the order that I felt was right. And then finding our curriculum, which was classical conversations, I felt having a like a routine, a lesson plan in front of me helped me build on my family and our routine. Right. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and then talk about classical conversations. So it's been, so you could go ahead and give the history of it. You know, it's been around for a long time and it's, it's a one, one day a week program and they give you all the tools, the books, everything. Well, they don't give you the books, you buy the books, but you have all the tools that you need to homeschool for that year. So then they go once a week, I know a little bit about it because my son did go for uh, two years. He went one day a week. The first year, I think it was fundamentals where we actually had to sit in the classroom, which was so amazing because there were six boys and I think two girls in the classroom and then all of us moms. And we sat there and watched our child learn. We sat them and we sat there and watched them interact with the other kids and we saw them raise their hand and just have fun in the classroom. And it was so amazing to actually see that. It's almost like being a fly on the wall for your child, right? And then the next year, as they get older, it was actually a drop-off. But they give you all the curriculum and the tools. And then the rest of the week, they have a, a study sheet and they know what they're supposed to do. Now, it's not graded, right? Like there's no grades involved. So your child actually has to be accountable. So tell us a little bit about why you chose Classical Conversations and how you're liking it. So I chose Classical Conversations because, one, I felt it was the absolute fit that I was looking for for our family. Having the ability to meet our community one day a week, having God center in everything that we're learning, buying, you had mentioned before, buying the books that we needed for foundations. I have two girls that are old enough for the Essentials program, which is part of grammar, so that's later on in the day. But they're able to communicate and be with other people, not just of their age, So they're in a class of eight. A parent is always present. We go over the core subjects that we're going to go over for the week. There's a tutor, which is known as a lead learner for the community, that will go over the material to help the parent and also help the student know what they're going into for the week. I like to, so our community day is Tuesday. I like to go over the material on Monday with my kids. 
and also learn the sign language part of it. Tuesdays, we go to community and I learned for my family loop scheduling. I used to do all the things, all the subjects at one time. And I felt that became overwhelming, especially with three kids. So Wednesday, we would go over everything again, but focus on one subject. So it would be science. Let's do science. And if you want to learn more, let's learn more. Or maybe we could stop and move on to something else. Right, right. Then Thursday is history. Friday is geography. and anything- So then on Thursday, you would do history and then review science. Yes. And then Friday, you would do geography and then review history. And it so was you're always not- quick. Yeah. It wasn't something that, okay, we're going to do science, history, geography, plus math, ELA, and all of that, because I felt like it was too much at one time. Yeah. Not only that's for really myself, good. but for them. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, you know, you find what works for you. Some some parents might like doing all of these subjects every day. Absolutely. And that, you know, you, you just find out what works for you. And the good news is you also don't have to do everything. Uh, so they teach Latin. Latin is a huge part of classical conversation. And my son did not like Latin. And I felt like that awful mom that was like, well, you got to do it. We didn't go full on because it's not graded. You do the best you can. Mm-hmm. We would we would do some of the words. We would learn them. We would study them. But because you're not being tested, you know, you didn't feel stressed out about it, right? You tried to make it a game. You tried to make it fun. But it's definitely a great way to learn because there's no extra anxiety and stuff. And parents might say things like, well, how do you know your child is learning? Listen, for all those parents out there that don't think your child is learning, they are learning. They are learning without having to be taught. They are learning when you're driving down the road. They are learning when you are reading a book to them. They are always learning. They're always soaking it in. So you talked about how close, so Classical Conversations is a Christian co-op, and you talked about how putting God in the center. So why are those values important to you? Why is it important for you to teach your children a biblical foundation? I mean, we all know why, but tell us why that's so important for your children to grow up knowing God and Christ and growing up in a biblical foundation. I've always grown up in a Christian atmosphere where the Bible was always in front of us. And I feel like bringing that tradition, not so much a tradition, but bringing that to my three kids so they can implement it in their children and so forth and continue that. It's important because it just sets the day off right. We we talk about what he did and what he created and when he created and all the things. And it's implemented in your daily activities that you do. God wants us to be kind to everyone. And, and you're with your friends. What are you going to do? You're going to be kind to everyone. The birds and, and the trees, God created these things. So having them learn from step the very bottom step, Genesis, all the way up is just so important as a family fundamental foundation. Yes, it really is. And so let me ask you this. So when we keep our kids home, we're actually able to incorporate the values Mm -hmm. that we see fit for our family. So what would you say some of the values are that you're able to teach to your children now that they're at home with you and that you get to guide them? What are some of the things that you're teaching them? Oh, Don, this list could go on. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Tell us. You know, a love for learning. Your children have to just have that love for learning and want to learn. And our children you know, every child wants to learn different things. You don't want to just learn the same thing. They all grow on their own. Also having the independence and self-motivation is important to us. Having a strong morale and ethical foundation. Yep. Um, I also think that critical thinking and problem solving 
is very important. I think that is such a big one, right? It is. Teaching kids how to think, not what to think. Exactly. And it's so easy. They go through the day at school and they're told, this is what you need to learn for the test. This is how you have to do it. This is how you have to stand in line. This is how you have to go and get your lunch. This is how you have to do this, this. And they're always being told. And after 12 years of being told what to do, now we send them off to college and be like, okay, you have to now think for yourself. And these kids are like, wait a minute, how do you do I that? haven't done that. Yeah, I don't even know how to do that. So it's so, it's so, I, that that to me, that's my favorite. I, I love that. I always ask them, well, what do you think? How do you think you should do that? And my son actually hates that because it's like, mom, just tell me. No, you need to figure it out because if you know how to figure out the answer, you can figure out anything. You have to learn how to do it on your own. It's so easy for us to want to step in, but we have to not step in. Okay. (laughs) Give us some more of your values. They're so good. Also, one other thing is like the resilience and um, perseverance of things. You know, it's important to urge your children, tackle those challenges, embrace your mistakes. Those are opportunities. Those are things that are going to make you stronger in life. And you're just going to celebrate your your efforts and your growth. And you can give that to your child when yes. they're at home. But if they're in public school, they don't get that. Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. So like, right. So like, let's say they get an A on the test, right? They come home and they're like, mom, I got an A. And you're like, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at home, you get to like, you can create like more of a celebration because you did it with them, right? It's it's almost like a unique opportunity to create a celebration, not just giving them a, hey, good job. You got that A or giving them allowance or extra money or whatever that looks like. You're actually celebrating that with them. And then as they grow older, they learn how to celebrate the little things in life, right? Yeah. How to make, how, how to get little wins. I, I think that is so awesome. So what would you say is your favorite homeschool inspirational quote that like really gets you going that you really love to follow? So one of my favorite quotes is William from William Butler Yeats. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. Yes. Yes. That is such a great one. And so what that's saying is when kids go to school, they're, they're basically just filling their pail, right? They're they're getting information, but there's no fire being lit, right? So right. how so tell us in your words how you would explain that quote. So basically education education is not simply about in uh, you know imparting knowledge or information into someone as like filling that empty pail or container. Instead it's emphasizing like the true education that goes beyond the mere accumulation of like the facts and data. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I mean, and and that's what school is, right? Facts and data Mm -hmm. and getting through learning, memorizing things. And so homeschooling is all about like, what are your passions? What are your interests? What are your gifts? What can we find out? What lights you on fire? What not lights you on fire? What creates a spark to help you think and and grow as a human being. If everybody were to do that, if our children were just flourishing and everyone would do this country, our nation, 
everybody would just be doing what they love to do and just be happy and kind to each other, having the Bible and Christ being centered. I mean, it could just be, it could just be so amazing if, if a lot of people homeschooled, right? Okay. So was your husband always on board with homeschooling or tell us a little bit about that? 110%. Wow. He has known my dream for homeschooling. I've always kept him up to par when it came to my feelings. He felt the same way. And this journey, this homeschool journey has absolutely been nothing more. It's a blessing. It's everything we ever wanted. The best decision we ever made. (laughs) Yay. No regrets. That is so awesome. That is so great. I really love to hear that because a lot of parents listening, they want to homeschool. They want to pull their kids out of school, but they're just afraid to take that leap. And, you know, the thing is just do it. Okay. Worst case scenario, you can always put them back into school. Worst case scenario, you are going to regret not pulling them out, right? You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I never pulled them out of school. I wish I would have. But most likely, you're going to pull them out. You're going to have your your days. There's going to be days. But for the most part, if it's something in your heart, if it's something that that, that is what you want to do, go ahead and try it. Do it. Go for it. Go Absolutely. for it. Just go for it. Exactly. Okay. So your, your children and you are doing classical conversations. And then what are some extra. So that's your curriculum. So everything's contained in that. What are some of your activities at your kids? And do you do any extracurricular activities? Are they in any clubs, groups? So my girls are runners. They love to run. So we do a lot of running club activities. Oh, wow. Um, That's great. Their main sport actually is jujitsu. All three girls have been in jujitsu for almost two years. And they absolutely love it. Believe it or not, my oldest wants to be an MMA fighter. What? <laughs> yes, what? yes. <laughs> wow. It's huh. so like, can't you just do something less low key, like maybe football? No. <laughs> Which I always think is is that gets me nervous, even when I'm watching football. But um, wow, well, good for him. You know, I'm sure he'll go. What is he? Eleven. She. She. She's oh, 11. she. Oh, that's right. You have three girls. Oh, wow. Good for her. Well, hopefully, you know, she'll go through many different scenarios. And if that's what she focuses on, hey, that's that's, that's where she'll. Yeah, that's been her that's, focus for a while. And now they're in boxing as well. Okay. Yeah. Good for them. All right. So in each episode, we always talk about socialization. And I really wonder if people are getting, not only the homeschool community is getting tired of hearing about that, but I wonder if also the public school community, because we all know that kids are socialized regardless if they're homeschooled or not, but what are some things that you do to create experiences for your children so they get that socialization? So I'm glad that you asked me this because we are literally on vacation right now. And I took the kids down to the beach yesterday and all three of my girls see all these kids and are like just literally making friends. They go from the beach to the pool and then we have this connection. No matter where we go, this happens being in the military community, we are involved in a lot there. So they meet new friends and we stay in contact with a lot of them, believe it or not, even if they're traveling from out of state, you know, just being in sports and then having them in a co-op like classical conversations, they meet friends of all ages. They're not just stuck in a classroom with their age group. They play with the infants. They talk to the seniors in classical conversations. So they're together as right, right. So they're not like age segregated, like they're they're all together. And that was something that they started a hundred years ago to separate all the kids by age. And they say that's getting them ready for the real world. Well, I I don't know. I don't agree with that. I'm sure a lot of homeschool moms don't agree with that, but it doesn't make any sense. Once you kind of out of that 
that sense of, wow, that's kind of weird that you don't want any sixth graders interacting with seventh graders or eighth graders and everybody's segregated. So it's really good to have your kids learn how to be around other kids because you might have a sixth grader that actually does better around eighth graders, or you might have a a third grader who likes to be around littler kids because they still love to play and have fun. And it kind of gets rid of the peer pressure. They kind of gravitate to where they feel the best at. Okay, so next year, you are actually going to be a director at Classical Conversations. Okay, so go ahead and tell me uh, a little bit about that. Like, are they set up, you know, they're in churches? And how does the teachers, directors, how does that How does that all work? So as a director, I communicate with our regular families that are a part of the community and our new families that come into our community. I also help establish our tutors for each of our age groups. And I, with keeping the community together and creating that family feeling, you know, I want the families to come in and want to be there. You know, this is going to be a great day and just keep everything going. Right. Right. That's possible. You know, the director things. (laughs) Yeah. So if someone wanted to find classical, what is it? Classicalconversations.com. So they would go to the website and they could put in, I'm sure their zip code. A classical is all over the U S it's like, we actually call it CC. So CC is like everywhere, right? It's all through 50 states. I think it was started where in like North Carolina or something yep, or in the 80s maybe. So it's been around a while. It's a different kind of program. It is a classical education, which you have the Latin and you have a, a – it's teaching your kids how to think. It's it's that kind of process. It's getting them to do public speaking. They have debates. What are some other things that you love about classical or CC. I, I love that uh, in the mornings, our assembly, we all get together in one room. We do the Pledge of Allegiance. We do our Bible prayers. We, you know, I, I'm going to implement devotionals with my community. And then uh, we do family presentations. Family, A family will come up once a week. They will present themselves, what they do for a living and all that good stuff. And then just, just being able to be a part of a community has just right. been a, a blessing on, on, on all levels. <laughs> That is so awesome. And and they're going to be really lucky to have you as a director where you're going to implement all this and just make it such a great time because when everyone gets to school in the morning, the parents and the students, it, like you want it to be happy. You want it to be exciting. It's only once a week. So like that should be the day to where everyone gets together. And it's just a great day. When my son went there, when I picked him up at the end of the day, or when I was there, like it was, it, it, it wasn't like, oh, I was at school all day. It was actually a refreshing and they liked it. They had fun mm-hmm. during recess. They were able to go outside and at the church they had, they had a big yard. They were able to play and run around and do their thing. So there's lots of benefits to doing classical conversations. Just find, if you, this is something you're interested in, find something that's in your hometown or even you might have to drive to it. So tell me what your, so you're homeschooling now for three years. So you pretty much got a flow. You got a routine going on. Uh, briefly, what does your day look like on a non-classical day? Like when you do, you know, do you block time? How do you do your day? So I start my day off at five in the morning. What? <laughs> I okay. Time. So that is, I do my devotionals. I do like to go to the gym as well with my husband. And I just take that as me time and a hot cup of coffee. Yes, that is a coffee that is so looked forward to, right? You go to bed at night being like, oh, I can't wait to get up and have my nice hot cup of yummy, yummy coffee. Yep. Okay, so 
So we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up. But what I want you to do is what are some powerful tips that you can give to some homeschooling families that you have learned over the past three years um, that you would love to share? The number one thing I'd love to share is that there's a lot of information out there and it could be overwhelming to a parent. And you think that, oh, all those things are going to work. And at the end of the day, you want to do what's best for you and what's best for your family, but also initiate that there are those resources out there and take them in, but you don't have to buy all the things. You don't have to do all the things. Again, do what's best for you, set up that routine and know that you don't have to do everything that they do in a public school system, or you don't have to cover all the subjects. And most of all, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. Mm -hmm. So there's so much to unpack there. You have to realize that when you pull your kids out of school, you don't want it to look like the public school system. We just had the FPEA. I had seen you there. It's full of so many things. There's like 14 rows with hundreds of vendors and it's so overwhelming. And you can tell the newbies, they have a deer in the headlight look like, wow, you want to find out what is your kid's learning style, right? How do you best teach them? Do you want it flexible? Do you not want it flexible? And also connect with other homeschooling families. And that's what uh, classical does. It creates that community. It helps the kids learn. It's very flexible. There's so many positive things that really, really are so great about homeschooling. So I'm so glad you were able to share your journey, Athena. I think that this was such a great episode because if someone is looking to homeschooling and they just don't think they can be around their kids all day, every day, or even think that they can lead their family with their education, CC or Classical Conversations is such a great idea because it gives you the curriculum and it helps you with the with the flow of the week on what to do. You don't have to think, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with them today? So CC is such a great option. Uh, you lead the one in Oviedo. So if anybody's in Oviedo, Florida, we're right near UCF, outside of Orlando, wants to hook up with Athena and wants to see what Classical Conversations is all about, I think you're going to create an amazing church family there. I think you're going to be a great director and congratulations on that. Thank such you. a such a great thing that you're doing. So thank you so much for being on my show. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Thank you for, for having me. I really do appreciate it. And again, if you are looking to homeschool, you can do it. The fear's natural. But most of all, I, I always tell my families, you absolutely can. And there, yes. are, there, are, there are things called rest days. You can take a rest. If a day doesn't go as planned, that's okay too. <laughs> yep. You got it. Yep. All right, Athena, thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Don. You too. Thank you. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling!